the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Friday, October the 27th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On October 27, 2018, a gunman shot and killed 11 congregants, wounded six others at Pittsburgh's Tree of Life Synagogue. It's the deadliest attack on Jews in U.S. history. Authorities said the suspect, Robert Bowers, he raged against Jews during and after the rampage. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 2023. Today in 1787, the first of the Federalist Papers, a series of essays calling for the ratification of the U.S. Constitution, were published. Today in 1904, the first rapid transit subway, the IRT, was inaugurated in New York City. Today in 1941, just think about this for a moment. Today in 1941, today is October. Today in 1941, the Chicago Daily Tribune, great paper, lots of influence. The Tribune dismissed the possibility of war with Japan, editorializing, she cannot attack us. That is a military impossibility. Even our base at Hawaii is beyond the effective striking power of her fleet. October 27th. Think December, was it 7th? Just days from now, Pearl Harbor was attacked. I think that was a precursor to our times when there are such a few people in America who believe the media. I'm surprised that some of the newspapers are still in business. The newspapers are out of step, out of line, and for the most part, uninformed on some of the most important issues. They haven't, for the most part, they have an agenda. It's not giving you the news. That's why alternative methods are springing up all around the neighborhood. People are looking for other sources to get their news, and understandably so. Dear Gary and family and staff, just a quick note to let you know that a ray of sunshine, what a ray of sunshine you bring to my mornings. It's a joy, though the message may be of serious and difficult nature, to hear the truth spoken with clarity and the love of God. Attached is a favorite Bible verse borrowed from a postcard that is so precious, especially now. May the Lord bless and keep you all and keep you continue in his ministry. Thank you. One of our supporters. She said this, and I'll share this with you. It's Psalm um, 121. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains from whence shall my help come. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. 
The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. The Word of the Lord. Satanic Temple challenged Indiana's abortion ban last September. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. We try to cover each part of what's happening each day. Uh, It would be better if we were on the air more time, but that's not possible at this time. It costs a lot of money to be on the air. And I know that you know that, that radio time is expensive, and it needs it has to be because the costs are expensive. But um, I try to touch on a number of stories each each day, including like this one, the Satanic Temple. They've been challenged Indiana's abortion ban last September, and I mentioned that on this program. But it's um, it, it's like kind of like their superhero Satan, the Satanic Temple, ultimately failed. They were trying to stop, trying to overturn this abortion ban, as they called it, bill. And it pretty much is, with exceptions, in Indiana. And so they filed suit, and it worked its way through the courts and so on. Well, yesterday, the uh, the, the bill was was thrown out by, by a judge. It, it had worked its way all the way through the levels and so on and so forth. This uh, state senator, Susan Glick, had introduced the bill, Senate Bill 1, Back in July of 2022, we talked about that at the time. But despite the best efforts, the ACLU, the Planned Parenthood, and all these people ganged up with all their money, and they 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 backed the Satanic Temple. And it was quite an effort, really, on their part. They had a lot of lawyers involved in one thing or another, but the uh, the uh, the Satanists lost, and it was thrown out. And some of the things that were said in this. Um, in the when they in the hearing when they were uh, giving the verdict on this, uh, they were talking about the fact that according to the complaint, the pro-life law violates the Indiana Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and so Satanic Temple was saying, "We want our religious freedom." Is what they were basically saying, and they said that it, it prevents female members from engaging in satanic abortion ritual, which is part of our belief system. That's our religion. It's a it's a very destructive ritual, obviously, in which women are encouraged to read the group's tenets like we would read scripture aloud while they are killing the children within them. I mean, that's their tenet that the instructions that's those words from the instructions. The group further claimed that the uh, that Senate Bill one violated the Fifth Amendment by taking its members uteri, the Fourteenth Amendment by discriminating against rape and incest victims who become pregnant. And their case included the 13th Amendment, where they were likening pregnancy to slavery. That's where our culture is today. Fortunately, as Satan is going to be thrown into the pit, this bill was thrown into the wastebasket, and the judge wisely ruled against it. I mean, clearly so, but they went through the process, as I said, to get there. Your support of this ministry allows us to do what we do, uh, to be able to talk about the things that needs to be talked about. I hear it often. 
people say, Gary, you're on the same track that I am. I was just thinking about this, or I've been wondering about that, something that's happening uh, contemporaneously in our culture as we move through our day. And so we do talk about those. We try to bring some clarity to it. And so many of you understand that, and you strongly support us. And I am humbled by your support. We need it. We could not be here without it. These are challenging times, for sure, on many fronts. So thank you for standing with us. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your financial support. We need it. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. You can also contribute on our website, <coughs> Excuse me, faithandfreedom.com. U.S. Faith A N D Freedom U.S. Well, Mike Johnson gave his first official interview yesterday after being sworn in as the 56th Speaker of the House of Representatives. That ends weeks of turmoil. I was getting to the point. Many of you probably were too. I was wondering if the if the Republicans were ever going to be able to get themselves back on their feet. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing, kind of chaotic. Uh, it was day after day after day, and they couldn't elect a leader. And so, you know, there were people starting to say, and perhaps, you know, it, there was some thread of of legitimacy to it. They're trying to say, well, the, Demo- the Republicans can't lead anything. we got to keep a Democrat in office. Well, that all changed, and thankfully, and for the better. And I, I do agree with Tony Perkins, <clears throat> as I mentioned in one of my commentaries, Um, this is what we've prayed for, these kinds of people to rise and be put in high places. This is a high office, and it's a high place. And I, there is no question, I've never met Mike Johnson, but I, I, I have a lot of confidence in the people who know him, and they say he is absolutely 100% sold out to Jesus Christ. He's a brilliant mind, he's a great communicator, and he is what we have been praying for to be in office. We need more like him. Well, he sat down with Sean Hannity last night. First thing he had done, he's got a whole list of things. He's very energetic. But he sat down with with, uh, Fox News' Sean Hannity, and he touched on a wide range of issues, including religion, gun rights, foreign aid to Israel and Ukraine, and what he said was President Joe Biden's failed, what he said about Joe Biden's failed presidency. Kicking off the interview, Johnson addressed the ongoing issue of gun rights. He said, pointing to the recent mass shooting in Lewiston, Maine, um, which left 18 people dead. That's in the news now. They're still looking for, as far as I can see, I didn't see any headlines this morning that they had found the shooter, but they're looking for him. And uh, they may find him today. I hope they do. I hope they are able to capture him before he hurts more people. But he killed 18 and a whole bunch of people are wounded and, and some seriously so. So anyway, he uh, Johnson offered his prayers to those who were killed during the shooting. But he stressed that such incidents happened because of the human heart. Those are his words, not the guns. Noting more needs to be done in America to address the mental health crisis and the heart. It's not guns. It's not the weapons, he said. At the end of the day, we have to protect the right of the citizens to protect themselves, and that's the Second Amendment. And that's what our party stands for so strongly. Moving on, he addressed his meeting with President Biden and Democrat leader Hakeem Jeffries at the White House 
yesterday. He uh, he discussed the president's request for nearly 106 billion dollars in aid for Ukraine and Israel and other national security needs. He's wanting to put the brakes on on uh, Ukraine and some of this crazy spending. He's very pro-Israel. But Johnson said the meeting <clears throat> the meeting with President Biden was cordial. He said it was kind of pleasant. He, he added that he said, I don't have a problem personally with the president, but that we dis, he said we disagree on almost all policies. Kennedy asked him, he said, is there even one thing you believe President Biden has done a really good job on and during this time in office? And this House Speaker, second in line to the presidency, as we know, the House Speaker, Johnson, he, he said, I think it's been a failed presidency and all the problems, he said, here were caused by policy choices and that's the problem I have with him. He said, no, I don't, I can't think of anything I think he's done right as president. The Democrats issued a scathing statement in response to Johnson's being sworn in. They branded him, I'm quoting them, as he was meeting with the president They said he is an election denier, an anti-abortion MAGA extremist. And they said he is also a proponent of cutting Social Security and Medicare, which is not true. The other part, he may be an election denying anti-abortion MAGA extremist. He supports Trump. He's very anti-abortion. And he did question. In fact, he encouraged people to write and, and to sign on to an amicus brief uh, at the end of the last presidential election because he felt there was fraud in the election. So I guess even in this attack on him, there is a, a thread of truth about who he really is. But he said, the one thing, he said, a lot of people are talking about me and what I am and am not. He said, the one thing that's certain, he said, a lot of these people that are talking don't know me. And he said, when they get to know me, they'll uh, feel a little more comfortable. Not meaning he would compromise, because he's made that very clear. He said, we will talk about and discuss some of the preferences that we have. He said, we will not budge on our core values. He said that in his acceptance speech the other night when he was named Speaker of the House. So it's interesting. I want to talk a little bit more about him today. They're coming after him for sure. You know, they came for the they came for the plumber and I wasn't a plumber and you know that. Maggie extremist Mike Johnson is not fit to lead the House of Representatives. Representative Judy Chu, a Democrat from California, she's posting that on X, formerly Twitter. Um, <laughs> she 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 said that as Johnson was being sworn in before he was actually the Speaker of the House. She was putting this out there. Among other things, she faulted Johnson for having worked previously for an SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, identified hate group. Well, what is that identified hate group? Well, I'll tell you in a moment. And you you can smile about this. That's how crazy left and panicky the left becomes when somebody like this emerges and everybody knows he stands for the platform of the Republican Party. He stands for what is good and right and righteous. He's one of us who are Christians. So yeah, they're in a panic. There's no question about that. She said he worked for a self-identified hate group. 
or uh, SPLC, Identified Hate Group. And he is pro-life, pro-traditional marriage, pro-biblical principles, and conservative. And he supports Israel, and he's a devout Christian. Away with him. Get rid of this guy. Who is he? Don't let him sit in the seat of Speaker of the House. That's kind of what's happening in Congress right now as we speak. Mike Johnson had barely put his hand on the gavel when the leftist group started attacking him for having previously worked at a premier religious liberty nonprofit law firm that has won numerous cases before the U.S. Supreme Court. Leftist groups, one of Johnson's Democratic colleagues in the House, noted his history as a lawyer with Alliance Defense Fund. We know it now. They changed their name a couple of years ago, a little bit. We now know them as Alliance Defending Freedom. The Southern Poverty Law Center, which gained its reputation by suing Ku Klux Klan uh, groups into bankruptcy, they've branded ADF and other organizations, Christian organizations, a hate group. And they placed it on a hate map alongside Klan chapters. I talked about that a couple of years ago on this program. Well, it's alive and well, and it's back in the news now. Ironically, they themselves have been labeled a hate group by some. So they, the, the Democrats are picking up on this from the so-called hate group off the hate map. By the way, I wrote an article about specifically about this today on our website, faithandfreedom.us. And I put that hate map, map up. I put a link to it so you can t- check it out. But they, they've got all these Christian organizations um tagged on this map so you'll you can stay clear of them and not get hurt by these hate groups uh like 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 alliance defending freedom i mean if you have a problem don't run away from them run toward them because they can help you and they're doing it and that's why the left is so upset about it in 2018 the splc published this hate group map identifying christian organizations as hate groups one of the groups on the map was, and I think it still is, um, Family Research Council. A few years ago, this Floyd Corkins, he had an idea that was fostered by SPLC. One day, Floyd stopped by a Chick-fil-A and he bought 15 sandwiches, which he planned to smear on the dying faces of staff, uh, staffers at Family Research Council in Washington, D.C., he said he would be, it would be a statement against the people who work in that building. It was learning, learned during the trial that he was upset at Chick-fil-A for opposing same-sex marriage. SPLC had posted uh, FRC, the Family Research Council, as a hate group in 2010. He had found them on the, on the hate map, and so he was going to kind of righteously dispose of them. He had seen their name on the map as a terrorist group that hated gays. So with sandwiches, guns, and ammo in hand, he went to FRC's building intending to kill at least 15 people and rub a Chick-fil-A sandwich in their dying face. This is all documented. The security guard was able to take him down before he was able to carry out his plan. The guard was shot, but not fatally. As Corkin lay on the ground there as the police were coming, He said, it's not about you to the security guard. He said, it's about the FRC policies against gays, according to the prosecution account. That's on the record. The same SPLC is now going after Speaker Mike Johnson. They never stop. They're highly funded. 
very questionable with their funds and what they do with them. Human Rights Campaign, that's an influential LGBTQ organization that complies, uh, or compiles a quality scorecard. It pushes brands like Bud Light now and Target. They're trying to save them. I don't, it's not going to happen. But they champion homosexual and transgender causes. And uh, that's why they're also cited uh, as one to support by SPLC. They're saying that this new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, is an election-denying extremist who is an anti-LGBTQ plus as they come. The HRC posted this on X. The group faulted Johnson for having, quote, introduced a federal don't-say-gay bill, co-sponsoring a gender-affirming care ban, and served as the national spokesman for an anti-LGBTQ plus hate group. That reference, again, is to Alliance Defending freedom. He, Johnson is a lawyer. He, was, he worked with them for a while before he was elected to Congress. The bill that Johnson actually introduced is the Stop the Sexualization of Children Act of 2022. It aims to pro- prohibit the use of federal funds for any sexually oriented program like we have in the libraries, like we have in our classroom. We talk about that all the time on this, on this program. And that's what he was trying to sponsor. He did sponsor and try to get through. They branded it as a don't say gay bill because they thought that would be more negative toward him. It'd be more pejorative about him and what he was trying to do. So all along these same lines, they demonized the Florida Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, with his bill. If you'll recall, they were calling it the same thing. Don't say gay. That's not what the bill is. It's not about that at all. They know that. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington also attacked Johnson for having, quote, worked for Alliance Defending Freedom, designated a hate group by the SPLC. They're using a corrupt group as the basis to call someone else corrupt. That's how Satan works. He always does. From the very beginning, his whisper to Eve and ultimately to Adam was, surely God would not cause you to die. Surely not. They say about they say about Mike, the Lincoln Project, a group organized by former GOP strategists who were never Republicans in the first place, They spent most of their time attacking Republicans. They became notorious after more than 20 men accused former leader John Weaver of sexual harassment within their own group, the Lincoln Project. They hate Trump. He wants to nullify same-sex marriage, the Lincoln Project posted. Before Congress, Johnson worked as a lawyer for the Alliance Defending Freedom, an anti-LGBTQ group, and defended Louisiana's same-sex marriage ban and anti-abortion laws. Do they not realize that the more they criticize this man and bring this to the surface, the more ordinary Americans, and particularly evangelical Christians, of which there are tens of millions of us in this country, we say, oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah, boy, I hope he runs for president or whatever. They don't have a clue. They just keep pounding on these issues that are contrary to human nature, and they're certainly contrary to God's law and God's word. 
justice and righteousness. And so they, in effect, become somewhat of a communication source for good and upright people who aren't abortion crazy and trying to marry three people of three and as the woman a few years ago tried to marry a building in Seattle. She did. She tried to get a marriage license so she could marry a building. I think it was in Belltown area or somewhere. It was downtown. The Lincoln Project said he wants to nullify same-sex marriage before Congress. Johnson worked as a lawyer for the Alliance Defending Freedom. Well, that makes me say, well, I want how do I vote for this guy? And a lot of others. It, it, it works in reverse. As noted, a gunman, as I said a moment ago, a gunman used the hate map to target the Family Research Council for a terrorist attack in 2012. But a few years before that, then SPLC spokesman Mark Potok, he said, quote, this is SPLC, the source of all of the criticism of this Mike Johnson. He said, he was the spokesman, official spokesman. He said, our aim in life is to destroy these groups, referring to organizations on the hate group list. That would be a number of Christian organizations, not just Family Research Council, but uh, a number of others that are on that list. I, I haven't read the list recently, and I couldn't cite it from memory, but Focus on the Family and others like that are on that list. Why? Because they don't affirm so-called same-sex marriage. While serving at Elias Defending Freedom, Congressman Mike jo- uh, Johnson defended the rule of law and America's most cherished liberties. Kristen Wagner from Seattle, CEO I know her pretty well, actually. She's the CEO and president of General Counsel at ADF. She told the Daily Signal, that's an arm of Heritage um, Foundation, She said yesterday in a statement, she said, we congratulate and wish him the best as he continues his service to our nation, protecting the Constitution and all Americans' fundamental freedoms. Alliance Defending Freedom is one of the nation's most respected and successful U.S. Supreme Court advocates working to preserve the fundamental freedoms of speech and religion for all of us. The Southern Poverty Law Center's hate map targets groups with mainstream conservative and religious viewpoints that they disagree with. That is so typical of the left. It's so typical of Satan. The SPLC is a thoroughly discredited, blatantly partisan activist outfit. It's known for its sexism, racism, and condoning domestic terrorism. And yet they are used as a basis for people to try to take down someone who is a biblical Christian, an incredible communicator, a brilliant mind, loves America, loves his wife and five children, and is willing to serve in the highest levels of our government. SPLC's endgame is its tyranny. It's not tolerance. We must keep that in mind. I'm not suggesting we all become skeptics. I'm just suggesting that we Be informed. Be discerning. Be vigilant. Be engaged. And be prayerful. Pray for America. Pray for our leaders. And particularly, 
but all, all of them, but particularly those who are following Jesus Christ and biblical principles. Thanks for being with me today. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.